No more rocket balls, please. We all down the game start. A lot of distractions, a lot of nonsense. The title is back in town. Welcome to Talking Title Town. Just a couple of casual Packer fans who actually know what we're talking about and believe they could be the GM. Weekly recaps, debates, predictions, and more. We're Dan and Scud. Thanks for listening. Scud, if you wouldn't mind just for a second here. I've been waiting to play this for five weeks. Huge, huge, huge win for the Green Bay Packers. We got our first win actually since the Brewers' last win. Yeah, that's... <laughs> Depressing, but we did it. We got the monkey off our back, right? Yeah, smooth sailing from here. Well, that's my big question of the day, <laughs> um, and and we'll get to that in a second. But obviously, we want to tip off like we do most weeks with our top five, bottom five PFF rankings. Um, starting with the top five offensive players, uh, being number one, number one with a huge back uh, bounce back week for Sammy Watkins. He had a few very tough catches that he made. I'm sure he still sucks at running routes, um, <laughs> but at least in PFS, well, you know, point of view, he at least made some difficult catches, um, got some good key first downs. Number two, Aaron Jones at 85. Uh, number three, Aaron Rodgers, 83.9. John Runyon at number four, 78.1. And mm. David Bakhtiari, 74.6 rounds out the top five. For a top five defense, um, do you want to take a guess here? I don't think it should come really as a surprise who our number one guy is. Rudy, Rudy Ford, 88.3 score. Extremely high. Uh, awesome. Dean Lowry, number two, 71.8. Uh, Kingsley Ooh. Anagbar, 68.3. Jerron Reed, 66.8. And Jonathan Garvin, 66.6. Um, one quick tidbit about this is those are four very mediocre scores <laughs> for our top five. Yeah. They happen to be in our top five, but that doesn't mean they were necessarily great. Um, and then bottom five offense. Mercedes Lewis, Josiah DeGuara, Samori Torre, Elton Jenkins, Robert Tunyon. Bottom five defense is going to be Ladarius Hamilton with a score of 39. Uh, Kenny Clark, 47-1. Devontae Wyatt, Preston Smith, and Darnell Savage. Anything that shocked you, surprised you, things you didn't notice? Um, Nothing really. I mean, it's kind of this, the familiar players on offense were in the bottom five. We got to get Elton out of there, though. Mm-hmm. Um, defensively, I thought maybe Savage would have a little bit better game switching over to uh, slot and putting Rudy at safety, but that didn't really help Darnell at all. Um, but hey, man, it feels so good to win a football game. Yeah, um, it does. I think it's a it's a big thing too, and it's a hard thing as a fan to avoid overreacting and underreacting to certain things that happen throughout the season. Um, Perf prime example right here is overreacting to the game that Christian Watson had. Obviously, speed kills, but he wasn't even in the top five PFF rankings. Right, so yeah. It just goes to show you, I think he had four catches, three of them being touchdowns. Nice job, boy. Right. Um, but he dropped two as well, and two key big ones, um, big ones that would have kept drives going early on in the game. Um, but, man, it was still really awesome to see the plays that we've had, you know, drawn up for him for weeks, finally be able to run. Yeah, I mean, he's finally been able to stay on the field, stayed healthy, and that that his first touchdown, I, we might be underreacting to how 
big of a confidence boost that is go- for him going forward. You Huge. know, it's yeah. everything, you know, every play he makes, it's like, oh my gosh, you know, come back from the first play of the year, the drop. That's going to stay with him probably his whole career. Mm-hmm. And so to have this game, multiple touchdown catches, yeah, the two drops early, but he comes back and has, you know, kind of borderline puts the team on his back and big play after big play. I'm excited for him. Yeah. And, and hopefully we can uh, continue to use him and, and stretch the field, which will just further open up our offense and allow us to uh, do a lot more things. Yeah. And I think we need to, <clears throat> you know, even after a game like this, continue to have realistic expectations for him and his timeline and his growth mm-hmm. um, of all the wide receivers that are drafted in the first four rounds of the draft this last summer, he led all of them in drops. Yeah. Um, you know, that's a key stat and he's, he's shown to be dropping balls still. And that's, that's what we've expected. That's fine. You know, but he's, he's there to make that explosive play. He's there to replace MVS as we typically would have had last year or the year before um, and just take the top off the defense and allow for more of those possession guys to get open guys like Alan Lazard, Randall Cobb when he's healthy so on and so forth. Right. Um, my big question for the day is a simple one. Are we back? Oh, um, I'm the whole, yeah, absolutely. All the way back. Oh, um, really? <laughs> yes. And it, so much so like defensively, we kind of struggled. You mentioned the top five were all very average scores, you know, giving up 28 points, giving up a lot of rushing yards. And we're going into a Thursday night game with a freak of nature at running back again. But that just looked so much more like the Green Bay Packers and the play calling was a lot better. I know Rogers had a, a bit of a problem with at the end of regulation, which that's whatever, but Aaron Jones got 24 carries. Dylan got, we, we ran the ball more than we Rogers threw. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He only has 10 pass attempts in the first half. Yeah. He was and he had 20 total. He was 14 mm-hmm. of 20. So, you know, you, you kind of limit, the need for Rodgers to play hero ball and let Rodgers be Rodgers, 14 to 20, 224, three touchdowns. I mean, his deep balls were on point to Watson. He looks really, really sharp. And our offensive line, we finally had five the whole game. Look what we did. I mean, we ran the ball really well and protected Rodgers. You know, the one, the one sack he fumbled on. But other than that, we looked great. I think – now, we're not all the way back. We're not 13-3 football team, but I think we kind of realized kind of maybe who we are mm-hmm. and how to win a football game. And I think, you know, Rodgers has said this for years now, but learning how to win football games is huge. We got punched in the mouth. We were down 14 and came back. That I mean, that's huge going forward, especially going into these next two games, which ultimately could decide our fate as well. Like we said, every game's a playoff game from here on out. What do you think? Well, for sure. I think you touched on a lot of good points. Number one being it looks like we at least have a, a blueprint now mm-hmm. of what we need to do to win a game. And I think, namely, we have to keep it a close game so that we can run the ball. Um, you know, we can't get stuck behind 14-21, and now you really have to run away from who you are as a team and an offense. Um, it seemed like we got back to a little bit more under center. Than we have in weeks past. Yes. We've been talking about that. Huge. That, that opened up a lot in play action. And a lot for Christian Watson to get back over the top of the defense. So I, I think it's a 
it's definitely a step in the right direction. We The margin for error is so small the rest of the year if we want to make the playoffs. I mean, you could probably make the argument that we have to win out. Um, yeah. 10 and 7 might get us in, but it's it, – I don't know. I'm, I'm not as confident in that number. So you look at the teams we have going forward. We have Tennessee coming up here. Then we go Philly on the 27th, Chicago uh, by a week, Rams, Dolphins. It's a lot of good teams there. Oh, yeah. But if we can stay in it, stay close, run the football, there's no reason that we can, that all those games can still be good games. And I think, too, like we just beat a Dallas team that many people would would say Dallas could have beat every single one of those teams that we have on our schedule coming up. You know, it's yeah. a weird type of NFC right now. I think there's no, no one who's really out of it. Um, you know, whatever the analytics and statisticians say, we have an 8% chance to make the playoff. I think it's higher than that. Um, are we back? Not, not yet. I'll say that. Okay. We need to get to 500 for me to feel confident in this football team that they can make it in. So if we if we win this Thursday against the Titans, you're still not if still we not convinced we're all the way back. If we win against the Titans this Thursday, I'll say we're back. Okay, because um, like that puts us on an opportunity to have ten days rest and beat a Philly team on Sunday Night Football. That would be a statement win in the NFL. And Philly just proved, you know, that they're human last night mm-hmm. at home. At home against the team that also be the Packers, you know, so I think commanders are being slept on a little bit. There's such a well-coached football team and Taylor Heineke brings a lot of energy to that fan base, but yeah. um, One thing I'm concerned about, do you want to, do you have anything else to say about the Cowboys? Do you want to move into Tennessee right away? Yeah, I just, we can just wrap it up. I just want to give props to LaFleur. We were down 14. We still run the ball. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, he didn't, he stuck to his guns. He didn't get nervous. He didn't really waver. I like seeing that play action and under center. We were able to move the ball so much easier. It seemed like than what we were doing, the the schedule we were on before. So you know, and maybe I'll walk back us saying all the way back because I was pretty pumped. We show a similar game against the Titans Thursday. You know, run the ball, stick to that. We kind of solidify this blueprint that we're forming right now. Then yeah, we can act, absolutely make a run. We got to stick to it. And being down 14 and still running the ball, that's a good sign. Yeah. I mean, that <laughs> I mean, let's just say, like, say it as is, that was a crazy game. <laughs> like, oh, nuts. Thir- 13 minutes left in the fourth quarter, down 14, fourth and seven. Like, if we don't get that conversion, game's over. Yeah. And boom, Christian watching touchdown. I mean, that was just so huge and so timely. Um, I remember it, you you had mentioned uh, at the end of the game there, Rogers a little frustrated with the play calling. That he he wanted to be a little bit more aggressive to go get a field goal. Is that what you're saying? Well, it was that uh, it was that third down where we kind of had a junk little RPO and he scrambled to the short side of the field and there wasn't really anyone open. Yeah, I don't necessarily know what he was, a you know, what he wanted to do there, but um, he was definitely giving Lafleur some uh, some business in his ear. But you know, yeah, what a crazy game! Balls bounced our way, balls didn't bounce our way. Yeah. Um. What a ride that was. 
Yeah. I mean, I think it's just crazy that those two interceptions oh. <laughs> that kept the game at seven, seven, like, man, if those, if those interceptions didn't happen, Cowboys could have blown open that game for sure. I mean, right after the Amari drop, I mean, that's there. Yeah. That, Oh man, it could have been so much different. And speaking of just released him today. So yeah. Um, yeah. I feel for the guy, but man, he, at this point, yeah. he deserved to be cut. He's had eight catches in his t- entire career and seven fumbles. Yeah, it's that's <laughs> that's not enough to get you on an NFL roster. Nope. Well, all right, moving into Tennessee then, because um, this is—I was just looking up these stats earlier because I I had the the feeling that this was going to be the case. It's not a great matchup for us. no their strength on offense is something that scares me a little bit it's our weakness on defense (laughs) they uh and and kind of vice versa with their defense and our offense they have the seventh ranked um defense total and they have the third ranked defense against the run um so you know they're going to try to come in and take away aaron jones and aj Dillon and make that play action game non-existent um, that's yeah. going to be their game plan. Keep us off the field and just give time for Derrick Henry to pound that rock and take time off the clock against our defense, who is, I think, 27th against the run. Going to be yeah, a lot of definitely... a lot of running the football come on, come on Thursday. I love it. Yeah, as you as you'd want, you know, November game mm-hmm. in Lambeau. But it's uh, I feel shaky. I'm not super confident on it i i I obviously have more confidence now after that win on sunday but uh we need it to be a low scoring game yeah and and we kind of have the blueprint when we tennessee came into lambo 2020 and we held henry to 23 or 98 yards i think on 23 carries Mm -hmm. so still a good chunk of yardage but i mean we blew him out that game if we can if we can do a similar thing, limit Henry, the Titans pass blocking is atrocious. Yeah. And our pass blocking is one of it's it's trending way upwards. So if we're able to force Ryan Tannehill or uh, is he he's help he's back healthy, right? Yeah. Yep. So if we force Tannehill to beat us, I feel really, really confident. He's not good for messy pockets. So if we can get any type of pressure on him, he's gonna, you know. He's going to cough the ball up. The key is number 22. And if we do that and we have the tape on it, played him two years ago and shut him down as best as we could, we do that. We're looking at another win and possibly, possibly a comfy win. Yeah. I don't know. It's, uh, we'll see. It's uh, being, being at home is huge, um, you know, especially against Tennessee. They are really good at home. So the fact that this is not a road game is a big, big win for the Packers. Have you seen, is there a line out for the game yet? Um, yeah, let's see here. I'll pull it up real quick. Um, unfortunately, I don't think it's going to snow like it did last time we played them. That was cool. And definitely, obviously, in our favor. Yeah, I think, obviously, we got to get the pass rush going. Got to run the ball somewhat effectively against their team and open up the play action. And hopefully we – sorry, go ahead. We are three-point favorites. Wow. Okay. So that's – I mean, that's typically – 
Because yeah, I think it's, it's three points the home team, the home right? Team. So it's basically yeah. a flat game. Okay. Yeah. Well, we'll see. Do you have any score prediction? What you think you're gonna what we're gonna come out on? Yeah, I think we're gonna win. Um shock everybody. Uh and I think we win I think we win 27 20. 27 20. I think we I think we win by a touchdown. Okay. I think we win in overtime again. 23 20. 23 20. All right. I was half afraid of my prediction last uh for the Cowboys game. Rodgers did lead us down and Crosby uh Crosby won it for us. Just I had a, I had a lot score a lot lower scoring than we did, which Yeah, wait, what was your score prediction? It's cool to see us over score over 30 finally. That's true. That's true. Um, yeah, first time we've scored over thirty points the entire season. <laughs> yeah, I think I think I had it. Uh, um, like tw- I think I, I think I said twenty three twenty because I said we had to make it a messy game, and uh, was wrong about that. But I did get Crosby winning it for us. Hell yeah, man! Any uh, player predictions yet? Um, I'm gonna go with Aaron Jones again. Over 100 all-purpose yards. I'm going to go Christian Watson scores another touchdown. And yeah. then defensively, defensively, I'm going to say we pick off Tannehill. And I'm I'm not going to get carried away. I could, uh, I'm getting too excited. We're going to pick off Tannehill and uh, those two offensive ones. Watson scores, Aaron Jones over 100 plus. Okay. Yeah, I got final score 23-20. I'm going to say Aaron Rodgers scores four touchdowns, four passing touchdowns on Thursday. And I think it's A.J. Dillon's come-to game. He has probably his second-best game of the year on Sunday, you know, behind mm-hmm. the opener against the Vikings. Um, I'd see. I like to see us getting him involved a little bit more in the pass game. But definitely, as we were talking about last week, I think that eye formation under center helped him out a lot um, as opposed to, you know, getting the ball and – on the side of Aaron Rodgers. So I think, I think AJ Dillon's going to have a good game. I don't know what that means. I'd, I'd say 85 plus yards all purpose. Pass game oh, yeah. He killed, game. killed the Titans last time we played him. So he might be our Titan killer. Yeah. Hell yeah. And he's, he just seems to be coming more into his own and he's kind of a second half of the season back. I was just about to say once that weather gets colder, man, it's a yep. little bit harder to tackle him. Yep, yep, and those thighs just get bigger. <laughs> um, defensively, I'm going to go Quay Walker with a pick. All right. A little weird one for you, but that's what I got, man. I love it. I, um, I'm excited. It's, um, we, looked, we looked good, and I'm uh, – complete homer i think we're gonna do it thursday and then go up to philly and who knows what happens rest of the year but it was good to see us finally play like the green bay packers and what a wild ride that game was up and down yeah battling through adversity i mean that shows a lot about that team matt lafleur mentioned at the end of the game how proud he was of the guys man i thought that locker room would have been gone i thought it was already gone Um, but especially going down 28 14 they could have you know rolled over Mm-hmm. But they didn't. Oh, absolutely. And I think we're going to have to do the same thing here on Thursday. Let's ride. Let's do it. Go Pack Go, man.
We'll see you next week.